Hey guys, it's uh, Between Rounds with James Danger. Man, I've I've fallen behind on these podcasts a little bit, uh, so I got a whole week's worth of, of fight stuff to talk about. Uh, let's start with uh, Fury Fighting Championships down in San Antonio this past weekend. It was a great event over at uh, Cowboys Dance Hall in San Antonio. Uh, one of my favorite places to fight. Um, I love the fact that they, they moved it from back to the uh, main dance floor instead of uh, out in the rodeo arena. I mean, the rodeo arena is kind of fun, but the, the, just the production value when you get it on the dance floor, um, all the lights, the smoke, the the crowd being close, and even the crowd on the balcony, you know, watching the fights, it's it's a whole different atmosphere. It's awesome. I love it. Um, great show. Uh, main event, we had Masio Fullen from uh, UFC Vet uh, making his Fury Fighting debut against Jesse Butler, the number one featherweight out of Louisiana. And uh, unfortunately for Masio, he was upset with uh, knocked out first round, a minute 22. You know, don't these, these regional guys, just like Jesse Butler, Jessica John made it in the big times. Doesn't mean you don't got talent. You know, you just need to get discovered, and th- this could really help his case. Uh, co-main event, we had uh, Anthony Ivey versus Basil Hafez, I believe his name is. Uh, Basil was the Cage Fury Fighting Championship champion at welterweight. Anthony Ivey, former Fury Fighting Championship champion. So these, these two guys, very, very good. Um, turned out to be a very good fight. Um, came to split decision. Split decision loss for Anthony Ivey, and him and his brother. I've I've trained alongside of them, over ambush Muay Thai, and they are they eat and breathe fighting. These guys are tough guys. I mean, it sucks to see that for you know a friend of mine, um, and he he's I mean, he's been around for a while. I remember he was fighting when I was fighting. So, uh, but he's been doing some good things. Anthony's had a couple fights in the UFC, a um, couple fights and some success here with uh, Fury Fighting Championship, so I'm sure he'll be back around and uh, bounce back from this. A tough, tough split decision, you know? And, man, when you, when you leave it to the judges, you never know which way they're going to go. Also on the undercard, we had uh, Richard Odoms. Um, he he came out of, I guess, retirement. I mean, he wasn't... Last time he was real active was uh, 2017. So we're talking like three, four years He's going against Eric Lunsford, and this guy's been very active. So when you get when you get someone uh, who hasn't been very active, you know, Richard Odoms, man, tough, tough veteran, big, big guy, six five. This guy um, is very good. But when when you haven't been in it, man, it, it's it's tough to jump back in. Um, unfortunately, uh, Richard loses to Eric Lunsford by KO first round, minute forty two. Um, Richard then also announced his retirement, you know, which very understandable. He's, he's well into his forties. So, um, he was trying to make another run, but you know, age gets you, man. It's, it's, it's tough. And, uh, not to mention, man, he has family, kids, he's a San Antonio police officer. You know, he's, he's a busy man and you, you got to put everything into it. If you're going to jump, jump in the cage, you have to put all your, your focus into it. It's, it's not a, you have to be training all the time 
because you're going against another killer and it's killer be killed in there speaking of Aaron Rosa um, he fought Juan Adams um, also on the undercard um, Aaron Rosa uh, pretty well known if you follow um, Texas MMA for a while um, his last fight was in 2013 um, so it's he's coming off a long layoff and um, Juan Adams has had a lot of success recently uh, doing very well got a win streak going and continues his win streak uh, with a TKO over Aaron Rosa first round three minutes eight seconds in and just another story man uh, that long layoff it will it will get you you got to be active uh, it's, it's the reason why I've, I've been very careful with me going back in man I've all last year doing jiu-jitsu tournaments and catch wrestling stuff and most people know I'm I'm a striker I, I don't people think I'm a, a jiu-jitsu guy you know he's like no I work on it a lot because that's where I'm weak at <laughs> I am a, a boxer and a striker um I've been doing a lot of jiu-jitsu tournaments and stuff last year and, and catch wrestling stuff and trying to get that right um started and been working on my boxing getting that up to snuff uh in all preparation man the full year of training to possibly come back this year um unfortunately some some business stuff happened and i had to pull back from trading at this point but you know I, i'm hoping to get back into it and getting the right opponent to uh make a comeback on i know i'm being watched by a couple promotions to see you know if i come back su successful but um We'll see what happens, cause this, that that's the story. Aaron Aaron Rosa and and Richard Odoms are cautionary tales, man. Long layoffs, it's hard to come back on. Also on the undercard, we had um, Eddie Fryer um, out of San Antonio. Man, uh, I've I've tra trained alongside this guy over at Ultimate Submission Academy, uh, owned by UFC's Ray Rodriguez. He is 100% focused all the time, and it's, this guy's a killer. And he, he proved it again um, that night against Victor Gonzalez. Now, it was interesting because there is a little backstory between these two guys. Um, they were supposed to fight against each other on a previous Fury fighting card, but Eddie caught COVID the week of the fight, wasn't able to, to fight. And um, last week when they came into weigh-ins, uh, Victor told him, hey, you know, nice of you to show up this time. That got under Eddie's skin, <laughs> obviously. There's been a lot of back-and-forth smack talk between these two. And so when Eddie got in that cage, full, he was he was serious and ready to fight. And I, I just don't know what Victor was thinking because he went in there and he was very lackadaisical with his striking and his attitude in there. Like he was doing a friendly sparring session or something, Um Eddie went in there ready to fight. Uh, they went to the center. Victor tried to touch gloves, and, and Eddie said no and gave him a kick. And uh, he'd be like, no, I'm here to knock you out. And his little bits, short little, you know, back and forth, you know, feeling out process, Victor throws this lazy jab and uh, from his chest. And not only was it from his chest, he leaves his, his arm out there. And man, if that's like boxing one on one, man, you you shoot that jab out and you bring it back just as fast, and and he got caught with that counter right hand from Eddie. It was so it was 
perfect textbook. It was it was beautiful. He counter right hand right over his his jab and knocked him out cold. Um, you, you tell uh, I don't know if he has, but it sure looks like he's been uh, training with uh, Mittman Joe down there in San Antonio because uh, his his timing and everything was just right on and perfect. You know, so I'm really excited to see uh, what's next for uh, Eddie Fryer. Also on the undercard, a uh, special spot in my heart, uh, Chris Kunchak versus Joe Sosedo. I know both guys very well. They were they were fighting when I was fighting, so uh, they've both been in it for a, quite a while, and they're, they're still doing it well into their 30s. And um, So Joe Sosedo coming from... Lubbock area trained a lot here in San Antonio um, over ambush Muay Thai and um, Chris Kunchek trains out of Ultimate Submission Academy also with Ray Rodriguez and Eddie Fryer and he is one tough dude you, you can hit him he's coming forward he's he's a grinder he will take you down uh, and he has a lot of submission wins and um, the guy's all heart I respect Chris so much because, you know, win or lose, he he puts it all on the line. Anyways, these two come out um, on this one, and uh, Joe catches him with the, I believe it was a right hand, uh, right hand hit him square, and that's when Chris ducked under and smashed him up against the fence, grabbed his legs out from under him, put him on the, put Joe on the ground, and um, that that's. You can you can just see it from there. Um, the, the difference on the ground game. Uh, Joe Sacedo is a blue belt, and I'm not 100% sure on Chris, but I think he's purple or brown. And um, Chris just took control uh, when he got him on the ground. You know, I know Joe's been training with Ambush Muay Thai, so I would I wouldn't want to stand with him either. Um, and uh, he he came out very Muay Thai um, stance. Joe did. Um, he's kind of pawing with uh, his, his hands a little bit and I guess trying to judge his reactions and I think threw a couple kicks but uh, once Chris was able to you know and this this is experience uh, like I said Chris has been around the block he kind of um, stalked him walked him down had a, his uh, Joe's back to Chris's corner and that's when he he uh, rushed him up against the cage and put him down right in his corner. So he has his coach in his ear telling him exactly what he needs to do. And, um, you know, just just put him away. He got he got to his back, got a one-handed rear naked choke uh, for the submission win. So it was a great, great night of fights with a lot of local talent on the Fury FC card. Um, the next one, make sure you get out there. Um pretty sure oof, I would have to get back onto you on the, the next card but man, there's a lot of local talent a lot of great guys they're, they're bringing you know it's a lot of guys either trying to make it to UFC or um, were in the UFC and trying to make it back you know um, it's a lot of good stuff with that promotion so that's going to be it for the local action so like and subscribe I got UFC news coming up next Thank you